0: Hello, loyal Nate Show listeners, and forgive me if my voice cuts out here. I don't know really what's going on with that. But um, just a quick disclaimer to start this episode off. Uh, Most of the audio is from uh, within my car, so you'll hear my car in the background. uh, So that kind of buzzing background noise is me going up and down the mountain to and from Asheville, North Carolina. And uh, what I wanted to do is I've got a couple, um, you know, two or three different topics that I talked about in this episode. And at the end of the episode, a lot of you have... uh, seen the video i put on facebook a few days ago just kind of an update on what's going on in my life and what i'm doing with the show Um, if you haven't seen that yet uh, go to my facebook page and go to facebook.com at the nate show 423 and find it that where you can just find me nate cox on facebook either page has that video on it Uh, but anyway for anyone that hasn't seen that yet check that out and if you don't feel like going to check that out i'm going to include the audio from that at the end of this episode um, so there's that too. So again, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the Nate Show 423. But let's uh, let's go ahead and get into some of this. It's time for some more road talk, and hopefully the audio for this is bearable. I finally got air conditioning again, so if, if you hear some sounds in the background, that's that might interfere with the audio a little bit. But uh, I just wanted to ramble for a second. I've got this weird thing, and people think that it's weird, where I don't like I, I, I get claustrophobic uh, while eating. Um, I get it in other areas too, but while I'm trying to enjoy a meal, I don't like to have a heavy coat on, matter of fact. I don't like to have a heavy coat on when I'm driving. I don't care if it's 10 degrees outside. I will take my coat off as I get into the car, throw it in the back seat, and then get it out of the back seat whenever I've arrived. So I don't care how cold it is, whatever. I just, I don't like being constricted with a seatbelt on me. It freaks me out. Uh, So I'm the same way when I'm eating. Uh, If I'm trying to enjoy a meal... I just like to enjoy that meal. I don't want to have to. I feel like, you know, I, I like to have my arm room. I can spread my elbows out a little bit. Not to be rude, because nothing's worse than those people that, like, either you're at a restaurant, you're at a ball game, the person beside you is eating nachos or something, and they keep elbowing you. Like, I'm all for, I know I'm all over the place right now. Like, I'm all for going to a ball game and there being, like, a bunch of people there, crowd noise, whatever, but I don't like it at the uh, sacrifice of room to breathe. You know the uh, the battle at Bristol was fantastic. The Tennessee Virginia Tech game a couple years ago was a fun experience. But like, me and my buddy Nathan Wampler, who's helped with the show several times, it, uh, we were cramped up with some guys. And then like a girl that I went to high school with was sitting like right behind us, and she was like drunk out of her mind, and she got kicked out. And none of these things that I'm telling you have anything to do with anything. But I'm enjoying it. So the reason I'm telling you all this is because you know. Claustrophobia is one thing, but just it's not even just that, it's the anxiety of inconvenience that really bothers me more than anything. Um, one of the most stressful things that I've ever seen was on an episode of The Office where they did the fun run for rabies uh, prevention awareness, and Kevin like ran the entire 5K in his like his business attire. So he had on dress pants, dress shirt, tucked in belt and dress shoes, and he ran the entire thing without stopping, it's unbelievable. And that stressed me out, not because of, you know, the idea of running a 5K, but the idea of running any amount of distance with, you know, dress clothes and dress shoes especially. Like, I, I don't even like wearing dress shoes for more than an hour, because uh, I just complain about how bad they hurt my feet. But. You know, like, I did, those of you that keep up with me know that I dressed up as our president, Donald Trump, for Halloween. For comedy, not to make any political statement, but just because it was, just the idea of it was funny to me. And the idea of it being, like, because everything I did was cheap. Like, the wig was less than $5. Uh, The sport coat I got at a thrift store for $2. Like, unbelievable. Like, the dress pants were probably the most expensive thing other than the shoes, The pants were $12.99 at Ross. The shoes were $30 um, in the clearance section at DSW. And the dress shoes are dope, by the way. But the entire thing was just a budget. Like the tie was less than $5, all the shirt, everything. So, spray tan, just the whole works. But I did all that and stood on my feet at my job for nine hours. And it was unbearable. I had like the biggest blisters on my heels whenever I got home. Uh, so I don't like doing anything like that. So, on I'm recording this on a Wednesday afternoon. This will be up on Friday's episode. I watch Monday Night Raw. A lot of you know that I'm a wrestling fan. I watch Monday Night Raw, and there are guys that I like, and guys and girls that I like to keep up with on there. That, you know, I root for everyone. But there are some people I don't like when they're on my screen, whatever. But there are people I root for. And one of those people that I root for to do well is Baron Corbin. He dresses up now. He used to just wear, like, this all-black outfit. It was, like, a black T-shirt with the sleeves cut off, black pants. Very Roman Reigns-type attire. Um, But now, he is, uh, you know, he's dressing up. He's got the nice white dress shirt, dress pants, slacks, you know, that whole thing. Uh, Even cut his hair. He had long, long hair with a receding hairline now. He's super buzz cut. Looks nice. So I'm thinking he gets booked in a match, and I'm thinking he's going to come out to the ring, and I promise this all ties together, kind of. I think he's going to come out to the ring in his, you know, his, you know, at least like some shorts and a t-shirt or something. Just like something that he had on under his suit so it makes sense. You know, he's got the dress clothes. He may rip the dress shirt off, have a, you know, a tank top under it, something, you know. But no, he comes to the ring, dress shirt, dress pants, dress shoes, you know, the shirt's tucked into the pants, belt. And he wrestles. And, a spoiler alert, he gets the pin that his team, him and Kevin Owens, won the match. But I was just incredibly stressed out the entire time I was watching. And I, I looked, um, I re, like I hit the rewind button after the match, and I looked. And it looked like his dress shoes were like, they were dress shoes, but they were also, like, they they basically look like athletic shoes that were turned into dress shoes like they had a thick sole on them so i'm sure they were comfortable to wrestle them but just the entire idea of of you know of wrestling in that attire i mean anyone that's ever shot a basketball before knows like you don't even sometimes you don't even like wearing sleeves because it just you feel like it messes with your range of motion and your shoulders you know especially like if you're you know you're wearing a shirt and tie and you see people like you watch college game day or whatever the basketball version and there's someone like in a you know a sport coat or whatever they're trying to shoot a basketball with a sport coat on and it's like you have no motion. Uh, so that stresses me out. So this whole segment was just to basically tell you things that stress me out in the way of inconvenience. You now there's other things. You know, I was I was talking about food the other day or the other day a, a minute ago <laughs> and uh, you know, talking about food eating food. like I've mentioned this before but I don't like spicy foods not because of the, like the taste is fine uh, and yeah hot stuff bothers me a little bit now you gotta develop a taste for it but I don't like to struggle when I eat. Like eating to me is a, almost a, uh, I would say it's replaced romance in my life. So eating food is something to be enjoyed eating food is something to be relished No pun intended. So, I don't want to sweat or have to drink three glasses of milk while I'm eating. Um, and on the topic with wings, I mentioned this before, uh, give me boneless. Like, you can say, oh, it's just basically a chicken nugget. That's fine. Like, you're more of a man than me. Like, I don't care, dude. Like, I really don't care. Like, I'm eating for the taste. I'm eating, um, there's only one traditional wing that I've ever had that I preferred over a uh, boneless wing. And that was, I was dating a girl. (laughs) Uh, If you listen, she'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, I was dating a girl and we went to Knoxville because her dad was running in a marathon. Actual 26.2, you know, marathon. And so afterwards we I know it was the night before. The night before we go to like our family's house, like her grandma's house or whatever, and her grandma had made wings. And this isn't a racial discussion, but the the girl and the family were of African American descent. And I'm just gonna say that the wings were made differently than I'm used to eating wings. And they were better than what I'm used to. So, and it was like this nice, like whatever sauce or whatever was used was baked into the wing. It wasn't like, it wasn't like all messy. You could just go grab one off the tray and just eat it. And it was like this perfectly crispy wing. Like it was unbelievable. Those wings were fantastic. Uh, So if I'm talking about things that stress me out when I'm eating, that wasn't one of them. Um, So there's been on the news, it made national news which typically you root for your hometown and your area to make national news. Uh, This isn't usually the way you want to do it. There's viral video of a softball game. Um, I believe it, I may be wrong on this, someone can help me with this in the comments or something if I get this wrong, Uh, of a youth girl softball game. And there are parents fighting, like literally, not just arguing, actual... Uh, fist fights and what you would call a brouhaha, whatever. Um, the the thing, it's bad enough that that happens at that environment, but what becomes heartbreaking is when you see the little girls yelling for their daddy stop fighting. Because here's the thing, like, and I try not to get too serious on here, uh, but in this scenario, I can't help it, to every single person involved in those fights, you're a loser. You're a loser. And if your children are anything like, like you, they're going to grow up to be losers too. Like, I'm really tired of hearing all the time, and in some cases it's true, but I'm really tired of hearing, all oh, millennials are the worst. They're the reason, that, that yeah, whatever. First of all, who... Who do you think raised us? Who raised us? Who set our examples? You. Look, I'm a trash talker. If you get me out of the basketball court or any sporting event, I may talk a little bit. It's not too... It's not personal. It's, not, it's just part of the game. It's not a thing like I'm going to fight you in the parking lot after. It's not, you know... And you got to be careful where you do stuff like that at, and who you do it with. I learned that lesson kind of the hard way last summer, playing ball with some guys. Like I was basically told, "Yeah, we don't know you like that." So, but after that, I was quiet. And after the game, we all shook hands. I said, "Hey, my bad." And I said, "No, you're cool. You're cool." So, but this isn't about me. This is about the losers that fight at softball games because they're the same losers that go to high school games. You know, I go see my nephew play. They're the same losers that every. Every whistle, every all your horrible refs—like this—is the reason that sports become unbearable. Sometimes, the only thing I'll give you, in the sense of millennials are the worst. The one thing I'll give you in that regard is it's—it's it's almost like what came first, the chicken or the egg? What's a great pun? I didn't even think of eggs. I'm going to talk about Twitter. Twitter. Has made social media has made everyone believe that their opinion matters, and I understand the irony in what I'm saying. By the way, me pretending that my opinion matters while agonizing over the fact that everyone thinks that their opinion matters. So I'm aware of the irony there. I'm aware that it's a bit, you know, hypocritical. But what it's done is it's influenced an entire culture, an entire nation, basically to oh, I'm going to get my way, and if I don't get my way, then I'm just going to keep being louder and louder until I get my way. And again, what example do you think that that sets? What could you possibly be fighting over at a youth girl's softball game that's that important? And you can make the argument, well, you said something you shouldn't have said, right? Because you shouldn't be saying anything. You should be watching the game. The game isn't about you, dude. It's not about you. It's not about your son's playing time. Your daughter's playing time. It's not about the bad call the ref made. Like I said on the last episode, we blame referees for everything, but yet we would never give them credit if our team won. Quote-unquote, our team. Oh, man, the refs were really good tonight. We eked out a three-point win. You would never say that. Those words would never leave your mouth, but you get home and your wife goes I would the game go and you say well it was close the ref screwed us over we lost by three that one comes out of your mouth because god forbid an adult like just this group of adults and I use the term loosely adults I guarantee you not a single one of the adults in the fight took responsibility for it Oh man, it was it was Bill's fault. He shouldn't have been talking. He said about my daughter. He's like, it's gonna be he said she said. There's a Limp Biscuit song for that. Why? Like, it's not even like you know. And I don't want to turn this into a big deal, but it's not like you see like in big cities even semi-big cities where there's gang-related stuff, there's battles over turf. Like, in Kingsport, Tennessee, what are you battling over at a youth softball game? The only time, I saw it up close several years ago. I was at a boy. I was at a t-ball game. And this one I understand a little bit. So if this is part of the backstory for it, I could understand it, but I don't think that it is there were the, one of the and again this is probably the parents fault though like one of the kids on the team was a bit of a jerk and with his own teammate he shoved his own teammate down after the game with the the boy that shoved the other one the one that did the shoving his dad was right beside of him and so the little boy who got shoved didn't cry or anything but he just, he got straight up and was going to walk away. And the one who got shoved down, his dad said, Nah, son, you better defend yourself. And so the the parent of the one who did the shoving said, What do you mean defend himself? Or just whatever. And so, that, and then those two kind of got in each other's face. But it was like, that still stemmed from your little boy is a jerk. And that's just not, like, that's not the way to be. Like... The rule for all of that should always just be, be cool. Like, there's nothing that serious. I'll be real with you. There's nothing in East Tennessee that's that serious. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that it ain't nothing like that to fight over. There's not a single scenario you can give me that would make parents need to fight each other at a game like that. There's not an excuse for being you know, unbearable at any ball game. You know, the games that I go to to see my nephew play, I'm not, like, the moral arbiter of anybody, really, but, you know, if a particular group of opposing fans is especially obnoxious, which can add to the enjoyability sometimes, honestly, because crowd noise is one of my favorite things, but if they're especially obnoxious what I might do if our team's up six with a minute to go, I might grab my keys out of my pocket and hold them up in the air. Just to signify, yeah, it's time for you guys to go home. I might do something like that. And granted, yeah, if someone wants to fight me over it, like, I'll defend myself. I'm not just going to back down from a fight. But the thing is, is like, that's not something to fight over. Like, We got enough issues going on in our country, and all over the world, to be like, man, you said something about my mama, man, you know, like, whatever it is that instigates these types of things, you know, and I I know, like, fight videos, and, like, fight culture, like, those get clicks on YouTube, like, stuff like that becomes popular. Because the negative is always strong But I always, I'm always of the belief That the negative is stronger But the positive lasts longer Like that that stuff endures Anything you know For you know, negative Or for shock value Like yeah it's going to pique the interest But it's not going to hold the interest Just like with anything That people can become addicted to Or conflicted with like You chase the feeling. When it comes to positivity when it comes to you know just being cool like that stuff that's going to last longer that's going to sustain you there are times that you know and i'll say this and i'll move off of this topic there are times that i dread going whether to be to see my nephew play or my nieces play a game like i i dread going to those games because i just know i'm going to get stressed out not by the game itself but by the people involved by the parents Not by the coaches, not by the referees, by the parents and the adults. Now the kids are usually pretty chill. These millennials that we complain about, they're usually pretty chill. Like they'll cheer and clap and, you know, the kids will be in the student section, chanting different things and just being creative and fun. But you get adults, you know, fighting over things that are meaningless. it's just, it's ridiculous. And there's never any nuance. It's a word that I'm big on. There's never meeting in the middle. There's never, oh, here's my opinion. What's yours? It's no, it's never that. It's like, here's my opinion. You're stupid if you don't think that. That's one of the reasons that I don't talk politics on here because those conversations definitely are the worst because there's no middle ground with people. It's, you know, it, it's the entire concept of pointing fingers, not, you know, like a uh, dang, what's his name? Uh, Mick Jagger on that uh, uh, SNL schedule, pointing fingers. Like, it's not like that kind of pointing fingers where it's fun. It's uh, it's a pointing fingers that I'm the I'm the smartest person on earth. You're the stupidest. There's zero middle ground. And so I don't want to get involved in those conversations. And I definitely don't want to get involved with those types of people. So we're gonna keep the Nate Show moving along here. We're gonna keep this. Uh, Friday episode. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's been fun so far. You've probably not had a lot of fun listening to this, uh, but it's uh, just working the kinks out. Let's move on to something else. All right, I think it'd be a good idea to start kind of winding this down and sort of, yeah, just sort of unwind a little bit, sort of calm down a little bit. So what I'll do is kind of go to my wheelhouse. Just some brief uh, news from the uh, sports world and from the wrestling world. I'll start with wrestling, So, Money in the Bank pay-per-view was this last Sunday. Alexa Bliss won the women's briefcase and cashed it in on Nia Jax, or actually cashed it in during the Nia Jax-Ronda Rousey match, which was actually really good. Ronda continues to be strong and look really good uh, as far as her in-ring work and everything else goes. And then on the men's side, uh, no surprise, Braun Strowman won the briefcase there, and he's, uh, you know it's pretty much a guarantee that he'll cash in against Brock Lesnar sometime in the near future, so that's, you know, something worth it. If you're a wrestling fan, I think the idea of another Braun versus Brock match is uh, an exciting one. Uh, I felt like, you know, last year there was opportunity for that to be a really good feud, and I think they only fought once, so that was kind of disappointing. But anyway, uh, in basketball news, I'll just kind of go to that because I don't really know of anything going on as far as football or baseball news, right now there's really not much. There's the typical stuff in football, uh, with the Patriots drama and uh, you know whatever. I don't even want to talk about that. And some really good surprises in baseball this year. I've noticed the Braves best record in the National League at the time I'm recording this. Uh, Astros look poised to repeat as World Series uh, champions, but they've got there are three other teams in just the uh, in just their league alone where you've got you know the you've got the Yankees, Red Sox, and Mariners all looking really good. one side, and then of course uh, back in the National League, the the Cubs and Brewers um, look like they're ready to make some noise as well, although as a Cubs fan, I'm biased to say I don't trust the Brewers to actually do anything after the All-Star break, but that's just me. Uh, By the way, if you're listening to this, um, still at this point, and you care about baseball at all or even if you don't care, go to MLB.com figure out, because their website's kind of weird, but figure out where to go to vote for the All-Star game and to vote Uh, for Lewis Brinson of the Miami Marlins. He's an outfielder. He's a rookie. And you may look at his numbers and go, that's not an all-star. It doesn't matter. Just vote for Lewis Brinson for the all-star game. Uh, And I'll explain why uh, at a later date, but just go do that. Uh, Basketball, real quick, uh, quote-unquote news. Uh, Kawhi Leonard wants out of San Antonio. That's not really news. Jalen Rose reported that back in January, so I don't know why we're just now making a big deal about it. Um, all indications are he wants to go to the Lakers. You know, who doesn't, right? So there's that, and it uh, seems like every year we have this announcement, but Dwight Howard got traded. He got traded to the Brooklyn Nets today for Timothy Mozgov and I think a couple of draft picks as well. Uh, the Dwight one's really weird because I remember a time that people were asking the question, you know, if you were starting a franchise today, would you start it with LeBron James or Dwight Howard? think about that one for a minute. Because uh, there was a time that Dwight Howard basically took the Orlando Magic to the finals by himself. Uh, he was a... I know the game's changed. So there's not as much use for the traditional big man anymore. Uh, but I thought he had a solid season in Charlotte. And I think he averaged like 16 points and 12 rebounds. So that solid numbers. Uh, but apparently just kind of a headache in the locker room from the reports that I'm reading say, you know, that his teammates just couldn't stand him and it, it's also weird on another level because I remember back when the Brooklyn Nets were doing all that stuff when they had, they made that trade with the Celtics and they got Garnett and Paul Pierce and they had Darren Williams and Joe Johnson and they were, you know, looking at, you know, they, they felt like even though those guys were older that they could dethrone the Miami Heat. And Dwight Howard was someone that was always talked about as a guy that, could, that wanted to go to Brooklyn when he left Orlando. And then, of course, since then, he went to the Lakers for a year, to the Rockets for two years, the Hawks, the Hornets, and the Brooklyn Nets. Now, so just kind of a kind of a crazy journey for Dwight Howard. And I, I personally believe he's a Hall of Famer, and a lot of people are kind of iffy on that. And other people I've talked to have said, "Heck no, he's not a Hall of Famer." But to me, you know, he's always had solid numbers, and I know that there's probably a little bit of a gap between how good he thinks he is and how good he actually is and just the game's changed so much it's got to be difficult but um but yeah just some, like a little bit of news I know it's kind of a kind of a random you know, you know grab bag of different assorted topics and things today but uh just wanted to thank everybody um, I've gotten some uh some feedback on uh the Facebook video I put up on Wednesday or on uh Tuesday rather excuse me um just kind of, it was kind of an update for those that haven't watched it yet i'm going to include the audio from that video uh, at the end of this so i'll go ahead and do my sign off here in a second and then for anyone that wants to stick around i'll have the uh, uh the, probably be like a one or two second delay and then i'll play the audio for that so for anyone that hasn't seen the video and listening to this and does doesn't want to dig and find it um, i'll have it on here uh, but i was basically just thanking everyone really just let me say this first i was letting everyone know that um there's a little couple things going on in my life, but really kind of where the show was at and what I was going to do with it. And just the idea of being consistent and doing less talking and more acting and all this stuff, which even saying less talking and more acting doesn't really mean much unless you follow up on it. But um, I just wanted to thank everybody that, that tunes in and that reaches out to me. I got some good feedback from the video. People say, hey, you know, I appreciate, you know, whatever. I even had a good friend of mine, and I won't spoil anything, so I want to make sure she gets... Uh, um, Everything in order before I start name dropping and doing all that like I did earlier with somebody. But um, just I got a text and I said, "Hey, uh, saw your video and uh, I'm I've been wanting to kind of do my own podcast or whatever. But I watched your video, heard what you said, and actually is making me want to you know do my own and if, uh, like that's awesome, that, that means the world to me So if it, and I've always said, if, if one person from the first episode, I said if one person listens to this and it helps them in any way then I did my job that's what I did it for um, yeah, of course I do it for me, it's sort of my therapy it makes me happy but um, I, you know, at the end of the day you know, your, your value is reflective of how much value you bring to other people and maybe I'm just getting on here talking about wrestling and people getting in fist fights at softball games uh, but if someone, you know, can listen to this and it takes their mind off of how crappy their day was or whatever, then that's what I do it for. Because that's what I listen to podcasts. That's what I watch uh, different videos and shows and stuff for is because I need an escape from some of the things going on sometimes. So if I can, you know, reciprocate that in any small way, then I'm all for it. But, uh, but yeah, thanks, everybody, for tuning in and listening to long. song. Like I said, I've got the audio from the Facebook video coming up here in just a second. But um, I appreciate everyone listening, like I said before, and I hope to have you back again uh, next Wednesday. And we'll be doing another episode next Wednesday. Uh, And every Wednesday going forward, uh, videos for Facebook and YouTube on Fridays. But again, thanks everybody, and I hope to have you back again. But if not, I get it. Hello to all of my Facebook friends. I wanted to just take a minute um, and talk to you guys and gals about some some things that have been on my mind. Uh, For those of you that either know or don't know, Uh, For about a year and a half, I've dabbled back and forth with doing a podcast called The Nate Show. Uh, um, I have people come up to me, hey, when's the next Nate Show episode coming out, this and that, and I'll be honest, and there's no need to really even point this out, but I've been very uh, inconsistent, uh, which tends to be a theme throughout my life at different times uh, in doing that. Um, I'll do a couple episodes and disappear for a few weeks. I'll do a video, like I did a video about Double Stuff Oreos last year. Uh, which people seem to enjoy and then I just never follow up on anything Uh, which again tends to be a consistent theme and I even made a video I think last fall about hey here's what I'm gonna do going forward I then made you know an announcement about I was gonna do a podcast every day like during the week Monday through Friday Um, and while I believe in obviously it would be good to be consistent that was a little bit too much for me to handle Um, but I really I feel strongly that from now on for anyone that that cares for anyone that's interested um, i will be doing podcast episodes every wednesday at least there may be some more surprises throughout the week but wednesday um it's wednesday my dudes wednesday is going to be the day you can count on when you wake up in the morning if you follow me on facebook instagram twitter wherever youtube what have you you're going to get an alert you're going to see that i've posted that there's a new podcast episode up. it may be eight in the morning it may be 11 in the morning but before before noon strikes eastern time there will be a podcast episode up wednesday morning as a matter of fact as i'm recording this it's tuesday tuesday afternoon i've not recorded the first thing yet just to be honest with you but i'm going to put something together and i'm going to have something up tomorrow morning before i head over the mountain to Asheville, north carolina um because I can't make any more excuses I need to be consistent if if I'm if I say I'm going to do something I need to actually do it that doesn't just apply to doing podcasts or videos or what have you this needs to me. this needs to be if I can speak this needs to be a new theme in my life I believe that being consistent if you're inconsistent in one area of your life you're going to be inconsistent everywhere else if you mail it in in one area of your life you're going to mail it in in other places I've noticed that whenever i'm doing whether it be a podcast or whatever whenever i'm whenever my brain is actively engaged in doing different things the rest of my life goes better whether it be uh, either of my two jobs whether it be relationships with friends family whatever those things kind of all go together somehow so podcast every wednesday there'll be videos whether it be it won't be videos like this where i'm making an announcement i have some fun videos i've actually got notes in front of me for you know different things i'm going to be doing a I spent a lot of time writing some stuff out. Um, Got some friends over in Asheville, North Carolina that are going to help me with some of this stuff that I'm really excited about having them. I'm still ironing out some of the details and uh, organizing all that and making sure that everything's kosher there as far as filming. I'm getting a a different camera on Thursday, um, so I'm excited about that. I won't have to always do things on my phone, or I was going to try to use Uh, And this is a fantastic Amazon uh, Kindle Fire. I read books, watch movies on here all the time. It's a good way to unwind, but not a great video camera on here. Not not really used for that, not really meant for that. I was going to try to do some videos on there. Not really going to work out, so I'll be doing stuff like this. But again, I'll have a different camera that I'm really excited about. So podcast every Wednesday. Videos for Facebook and YouTube at least uh, every Friday, and again, those are the consistent things. There will be other surprises maybe throughout the week, or like a monthly special, or something where I'm doing something a little bit different. And uh, those of you that are still listening and watching uh, me ramble right now, I I do appreciate it. I say at the end of every podcast, you know, episode, uh, you know, hope to have you back again next time. But if not, I get it because I do get it. It's it's hard enough to. a million different options you know i talked in a podcast episode recently about all the options that we have as people whether it be uh what to listen to uh, who to associate with uh you know movies you can watch you can go on netflix hulu crackle whatever and you can just pick what you want and you can isolate yourself with all these different options and so i know uh this big-eared guy from east tennessee like you know that you're friends with on Facebook and half the people that I'm friends with on Facebook probably don't even know how they're friends with me or how they know me or anything, which is fine. Um, so if you're still listening to this, still watching this, I do appreciate it. Uh, those of you that are, are friends of mine and fans of mine that will support me basically no matter what, because I, I will say uh, beyond just family, you know, my mother, my father, my grandmother, my sister, uh, my brother-in-law, and my, anyone that, you now my Uncle Kenneth up in Illinois Uh, very supportive they may not be I may do a podcast episode about sports or a video about sports that they may not be into that but they'll still watch it or they'll still say hey uh, you know that that joke you told a three-minute mark was really funny or something like whatever Um, There are friends in my life that I definitely don't there's people that mean the world to me because I definitely don't deserve their support I definitely don't deserve um, the opportunities that they continue to give me and I let them down on a consistent basis so but they're still there for whatever reason and, and much love and much appreciation to them for that. Uh, but that's uh, that's the core of this. That's what this video is about. That's what uh, my heart is saying right now, which is, yeah, I love to do podcasts. I love to do videos, even though I disappeared and it may not seem like I love to do it. I love to do it. It's sort of my therapy. It's my release. Um, you know, I've, I've posted videos of me dunking a basketball the last couple of weeks and that's great. Um, that's a good feeling too. But what I really love, Um, it's just a feeling that I'm you know that I'm doing something that I'm accomplishing something and then I'm even in some small way making my family proud making my friends proud because I you know it means a lot to me so like the words that mean the most to me in the world are I'm proud of you if I can do something to make you proud of me then you know that I feel like it was a good day if I did something to make somebody proud but anyway I'm gonna stop rambling I appreciate those of you that uh, are watching this Um, If you're watching this on Tuesday or or paying attention to it or whatever, there will be a podcast episode up tomorrow. There'll be another video up on Friday. Uh, You can follow me, and I'll put a a thing on the screen either. um, I don't want to cover up the Kiss t-shirt, so I may put it at the top of the screen, but where you can follow me, at the Nate Show 423 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, I don't really use Twitter all that much, but uh, it's still a good way to kind of keep up with what's going on um, so you can follow me there, and like I said, if you follow, if you're watching this on Facebook, I'll have links whenever I post something up to different places. You can find the podcast at uh, on Apple Podcast, on Google Play, on Podbean, and I'm working on getting it published a few new places. But I'll kind of keep you up to date on that. But again, uh, thanks to those of you that are watching this and, or listening to this. If I put it in, in audio form, and I uh, hope every everybody has a great day and enjoys uh, what I bring to them next. Thanks.